Hi, this is Jim Trella. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I'm also an employee of General Motors. The opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the host and any guests, and not the opinions of General Motors. Welcome to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. In this episode, we discuss acknowledging the best supporting resources around, that it's great to have someone that can anticipate what is needed, and working remotely doesn't mean you leave your acknowledgments in the office. Part 1. Gratitude for the Best Supporting Resources Each year, on the Wednesday of the last full week of April, there is Administrative Assistance Day, where appreciation of the administrative assistance is supposed to be shown by the ones they serve. A lot of time, these are the true servant leaders of the organization. If you don't think so, try to get past one of them when you are trying to sell something to an executive. Good luck. Or, who do you go to when you need some of the executive's time? You got it, the administrative assistant. It is a little harder this year because of the social distancing and remote working situations, but I took the time out to acknowledge the person that keeps her department running. Her name is Amy. So I took some time to write her a quick acknowledgement on the company instant messaging system. I told her how the whole department runs smoothly because of her dedication and how lucky we are to have her. In a truly humble way, she responded to my acknowledgement with a, How thoughtful. Thank you. She got it. I responded with a hearty, You are very welcome. Simple, but effective. Part 2. Acknowledging People That Anticipate the Need and Act I had another chance to acknowledge someone recently. Her name is Kristen. She is one of the most knowledgeable and detail-oriented people I know. She's also motivated to get stuff done. The other day, we were both on an email. I was in a meeting and didn't get the chance to look at it because of my focus on the meeting, of course. Once out of the meeting, I started browsing through my emails and... There was the item, the email, and there's a follow-up item that I had noticed in it. Now, as I went through the rest of my emails, I was thinking about what was needed on the previous email. Before I reached the top of my email stack... There was an email from Kristen. She had the chance to respond to the email, so she took it. She wrote the exact email that I was going to. So what did I do? I got angry because I was supposed to be the one that wrote the email and took care of the situation. No, not really. I stopped and acknowledged Kristen for her ability to anticipate what was needed and thanked her for being part of our team. She got it and responded appropriately. Part 3. Don't leave your acknowledgments at the office. Neither of the previously mentioned acknowledgments took a lot of time, nor did they cost me anything in terms of money. All it cost was a little bit of time, and this little bit of time was the best investment one could ever make. If you remember back a ways, I had a guest on my show. Her name was Susan Parente. She's an agile scrum expert and she performs a significant amount of her work out of her home. She is also an acknowledgement evangelist. If you remember in the interview, one topic was acknowledging from a distance. I don't mean the six feet of social distancing, but what could be several thousand miles. How does one do that? Her response is one that I truly remember. When she heard something that was important on a project or during a meeting, she said that she would listen for those acknowledgement opportunities and, of course, 
take advantage of them as much as possible. This reminded me of the interview I just completed with Chester Elton. He mentioned the same thing. Both of them referred to being two things, intentional and disciplined. Intentional, in that part of who you are is a grateful leader, one that makes your gratitude as part of your life. And disciplined, not only do you want to be a grateful leader, but you are disciplined in putting it into action. You see the acknowledgement opportunity when it presents itself, and you get into action to make it happen as quickly as possible. Intention, intentional, and disciplined. From what I know, these words describe not only Susan Parente and Chester Elton, but another person that is known for being an acknowledgement evangelist, Judith W. Umless. Over the course of the last few weeks, Judy has taken to acknowledging people that are acknowledgement activists, those people who put acknowledgement and grateful leadership into action. You can see some of Judy's examples on both LinkedIn and Facebook. I hope you're following her on both social media outlets. Be sure to come out to the Center for Grateful Leadership website at www.gratefulleadership.com and find a plethora of resources to support you on your grateful leadership journey. Join if you aren't already a member. I'm Jim Trella, and thank you for listening to the Art of Grateful Leadership podcast. And especially during these very challenging times, remember to acknowledge someone each and every day.